Welcome to A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends. We share good news and godly wisdom to empower you to be salt and light in every season of life. Doug shared at the Christian Men's Network annual conference in Dallas. He reminds us to keep our eyes on Jesus and hear the voice of our Heavenly Father, encouraging us to not get distracted, to stay strong, and to do the work. Scripture says, Blessed is the man who stays steadfast under trial. Doug reminds us that now more than ever, we have a destination that we need to step into. After the episode, consider leaving a review and follow us on your favorite streaming service. If you've gleaned anything from this podcast, consider paying it forward with a gift at somebodycares.org. Now let's join our host, Doug Stringer. Those who tell the story define the narrative and create the history. Paul mentioned that just night before last, uh, I landed here in Dallas from being in Ukraine. In the midst of the most difficult of circumstances, the tension, the PTSI and, uh, and the PTSD and, and all the people are going through, listening to the stories of these women who many of their husbands had already been killed or their families had been separated. So now a nation has become fatherless. And then many of the men who could not leave because of martial law, they have to be there to serve 18 and older. So they would send their families out last year and, uh, and so now you have total families separated, children without their fathers. And so this really is an important time for the never quit message and the maximized manhood message to get into places like Ukraine, a dangerous nation right now. It's a pivotal moment. It's a significant moment that all of us get it to step into. See, greatness is not something that we're born with. Champions are not born. We step into moments. We have all heard over and over that being a man is a matter of choice. Well, it takes a choice to step into moments, and I believe we're in a moment right now. I want to share with you a Japanese word that I want you to get in your head. And that word, my wrestling sensei in Japan, uh, who's passed away now in the last couple of years, he is also in the Wrestling Hall of Fame, was a gold medalist in Greco-Roman wrestling, Pan-American Games, and also had other friends that I was trained under that were gold medalists in the Olympics. And because uh, I went to high school in Japan, and I remember he was to say to me when I was about to be pinned, I'd hear his voice screaming, Gambate yo! Gambate yo! Which means, you got this. Don't quit. Get up. And all the training, the instinctive training, in that moment when my mind is saying, my body can't resist, I'm about to be pinned, there's nothing I can do, and you hear the voice of your sensei saying, you got this. Gambate yo! There are times when we come through obstacles and situations in life that we have to make that choice that we know that we have a supernatural empowerment and endowment from heaven, Acts chapter 1-8, that we have this empowerment from God that comes from the dunamis of God, which is able to come and move in power in our frail humanity, in our frail humanness, and God calls us to a place of, you got this. You hear the voice of the Father. You hear the voice of Jesus speaking to us saying, I don't care what you're about to go through. I don't care what you've been through. I don't care what your past has been. You got this. And I think we're in one of those moments that we have to realize that God has given us a promise to step into moments. Paul was speaking about yesterday. He talked about the scripture in Luke where men's hearts are failing them from fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth. 
for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And he kind of broke that down for us. And I reminded of also another Luke scripture where Jesus spoke to the disciples and said, Terry, here for an hour. I'll be right back. And he went to seek the Father. He comes back and he says I, he found them asleep from sorrow. In other words, being drugged by grief. Sometimes discouragement is a drug. And I spoke about that and wrote about that in my book, Leadership Awakening, the seven things that will come against us based in the book of Nehemiah when you desire to do God's will. When you choose to be a man, there will be things that will come against you, physical, spiritual, mental, emotional, financial challenge that will come, but you need to hear the Father speaking to you that you got this. Because the power that comes from heaven endues us in a way that we can never do on our own. And so when they were asleep from sorrow, the fodder of the day, the media of the day, the news of the day, the questions and their own internal conflicts that they were dealing with and internal wrestlings, they had to come to a place where God, Jesus said, tarry here for an hour, keep praying. In other words, keep praying, keep working. Don't be afraid, be strong. And yet when he came back, they were drugged by grief. They were asleep from sorrow. Men's hearts are failing them today. There is a world in turmoil, and it's easy for us to listen to the voices of this world rather than hearing the voice of the Father. I was in Philadelphia going back and forth for uh, quite a bit of time because I was helping as a, as a part of the National Executive Committee for America for Jesus a few years ago. And going back and forth, I met a, a guy that was a businessman, and I said to him, tell me your story. And then he told me something that really resonated with me, and I want to share that with you right now. Because with all the voices going on, we need to hear the voice of our Father. We need to hear, you got this. That we step into moments. Ryan, stepping into a moment. Each of you stepping into a moment. All of us have to hear that voice of the Father when we go through stepping into those moments, stepping into pivotal moments, stepping into significant moments. When the enemy comes back and tries to give us all these negative things and, and the thought of the world, we need to know we hear God's voice and not the voice of this world, right? I was talking to him, and he said, you know, my son Brandon is a great crew member, and they do all these different crew and these regattas and so on, and he said one day they had all these university scouts coming to watch my son. There were thousands of people at this regatta, and I was screaming for him and talking. He said, you got this son. He was screaming for his son, and finally he said to his son, son, I am so sorry if I embarrass you. Because I'm so proud of you. And his son said, Dad, I want you to understand something. Of all those other voices, all I hear is the voice of my father. And when he said that, it resonated with me that with all the voices and the screaming and the hollering, we need to hear only one voice. We need to hear the voice of the Father. So when Paul was talking about Luke and, and men's hearts failing, I realized that many are being drugged by grief. They're asleep from sorrow. We all respond to sorrow and grief differently. I was listening to stories in Ukraine just a few days ago as we were there speaking to all these leaders and meeting with military chaplains and those that were serving in the military and, and hearing their stories. But yet I was amazed that in the midst of what they were going through, the everyday tensions, the, the air raids we would hear at night, in the midst of all the tension, these men were focusing on the Father. They were worshiping God. 
They were dancing before God, crying out to God, worshiping and praising him, even in the midst of what they were going through. And that's where they found their healing. That's where they found their dunamis power. That's where they found their endowment and empowerment was from seeking the Lord. And I'm reminded of a scripture in James chapter 1, verse 12. I'll read it out of the ESV version. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised for those who love him. I believe it's important for us right now more than ever to realize that we have a destination. We have a significant moment that we need to step into. Just this past Easter, some young guys were trying to convince me to go play a pickleball. And, uh, you know, I'm, I just turned... 50 for the 17th time. And uh, I still like to beat up on the weights. I don't like to run, as you know. And, but I like still weight, weight training and stuff and just to work out with guys half my age. And I remember they kept saying, well, Doug, come on. It's a non-contact sport. Okay, so my wife and I said, okay, we can go. And went out and there's concrete floor. And we're doing, trying to learn how to play pickleball. But I'm very competitive. How many here are still competitive? Yeah, come on. Even as we get older, we're still competitive, right? So I'm doing pretty good. A couple of times I, I tried to hit the backhand and my mind would say stop. My body wouldn't stop. And I rolled like in the old football days. You're rolling. They go, wow, that's pretty cool. You go, yeah, it's pretty cool. But one of those times when I'm trying to do a backhand, my mind said stop. My body wouldn't stop. And instead, my face decided to meet the concrete. Man, I was hurting. So I called some friends of mine and said, Doug, you need to go to the emergency room because right now, you're going through this process of pain that could be concussions and so on. So I went to the emergency room and come to find out I had a bunch of broken bones in my forehead and my side of my face. And, and I'm thinking, great. And then uh, they said, you'll probably need to see a, 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 a surgeon to do some facial stuff. I'm thinking, great. And I looked at my wife jokingly and said, honey, I guess you'll get a better looking husband after this. <laughs> so we get there. They do all these tests. A doctor, a friend of mine, was part of the CMN, and says, Doug, can you send me the x-rays or in the scans and send it to me? So I sent it. He goes, Doug, I hate to tell you this, but it looks like that in the fact that you had some broken facial bones or fractures, that it also helped us to see that you have erotic aneurysm developing. I don't want you to be concerned, but most of the time it's too late when people find out about it because it, it just happens. You know, I always think prophetically, prophetic drama. A lot of times, things happen in our lives to expose our hearts. So God can do a work in us, right? We heard the other night, first love, first love. Get back to that place of God's calling. We need to get back to the place of recognizing that we have to focus on our Father, hear the voice of the Father, and that regardless of what we go through, obstacles and adversities and circumstances are opportunities for a God that's bigger than the circumstance to help us hear His voice and walk and be strong and keep working. And this is one of those moments, a pivotal, significant time that we need to step into moments so that we as CMN who rescue men we need to step into a moment individually and corporately to make an impact in a world where men's hearts are failing them, that nations are fatherless, that we have a world of turmoil. This is a moment and an opportunity regardless of what we see going on around us. And so we went through the test, and sure enough, it's there. And so I still go to the gym, beat up on the weights. I have to kind of you know, know when I've got too much pressure going. And uh, but then they said, uh, and you shouldn't have a lot of stress. 
And so I, Lisa and I were joking, you know, back and forth. I said, honey, just, I can't be stressed right now. <laughs> or she asked me to do the honeydews, you know, take all these heavy things up in the attic. I said, oh, honey, you know, the, I, the doctor said I, I can't be doing stuff like that. She knows better, right? She knows better. But anyway, through that process, then right after that, we're going through all that. You're going, oh, what's going on, God? And then after that, something happened where for eight weeks, the doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong, and I lost like 14 or 15 pounds. I, I wanted to lose weight, but not the kind of weight I was losing because I had some sort of intestinal thing, and they couldn't figure out what it was for eight weeks. and just stopped. So I lost a lot of lean tissue, a lot of muscle weight, you know, and at it, 67, you have a little ego. You want to keep up some of your muscles, but you find it you're getting older and I remember one year T.D. Jakes was here, and he looked us in the mirror, and he says, you can't be, you're not the man you used to be. You can't do what you used to do, but that doesn't mean you can't be today's man and tomorrow's man that God's called you to be. And so we have a word in Japanese called wabi-sabi, not the green wasabi mustard, but wabi-sabi means that you find beauty in imperfections, including meanings like growing old gracefully. That whatever we've been through, we can't change our past, but the decisions we make every day determine our future in Christ. And so if we step into moments, it doesn't mean that because our, we have limits by the, our past or limits physically, limits emotionally, financially, that's not what God's asking us. He's saying, will you step into this moment? Will you choose to be a man? Will you hear the voice of the Father? Will you be able to hear him say, you got this, gambate, you got this? And I believe that's the moment we're stepping into, that God is saying, you've got this. Back in uh, the end of 2022, right after we were here at CMN, I kept waking up throughout the night over and over and hearing three main words and trying to unpack that. And I wake my wife up and say, honey, I'm not sure if this is the Lord, but I keep waking up. It's a reoccurring sense I'm getting about the season we're coming into. And the three words I kept getting was exposures, implosions, and explosions. And I couldn't get it out of my spirit until the Lord began to share with me some of the redemptive purposes of that. That God was about to bring us exposure to hidden things. And that he was also going to spotlight the things that, that his church was doing right. And so the Lord began to speak to me, even through an old Keith Green song, Created Me a Clean Heart, O God. You know, out of the book of Psalms, 51, Created Me a Clean Heart, O God. And I kept hearing it in Keith Green's song and coming out that way. So I'd wake up and turn his his music on, listened to it over and over, began to just break before the Lord, realizing God is saying, look, I'm going to begin to expose a lot of things in all the institutions. I'm going to expose things in people's lives. But there's a difference between those who yield themselves to the Father and say, Lord, expose me. Show me my heart. Expose the things in my heart that I need to see. And, and then at the same time, he wants to spotlight the things where we are doing righteously, not in self-righteousness, but in righteousness to live before God in a personal consecration. God, my life is not my own. And the second thing he would do, and we see over and over all kinds of exposures happening in the last year. And then the second word was implosions. That a lot of things we put our trust in, there would be implosions happening. I'm reminded of Haggai chapter 2 when he speaks to the governmental authorities, Zerubbabel, to Joshua, the priesthood, to all the people. And, and I believe there is a voice of the Father speaking right now to us to step into our moment because he is shaking everything that can be shaken. From governments to institutions to even his church is being shaken. 
exposures and implosions of the things that we put our trust in that's not what God has told us to do or that things are not leaning on the Lord, putting their trust in, in the flesh rather than the, trusting the Spirit of God. And then the third thing in these shakings, because we serve an unshakable kingdom, was the word I kept getting over was explosions. And of course, the first thing you think, oh, Lord, does that mean we're going to start seeing all kinds of more wars and rumors wars? Yes. But the other thing was, but in that, the redemptive side is I'm also at the same time getting the attention of my people because I'm going to bring in the midst of all that the dunamis explosive manifestation of my spirit. See, when things are shaken and things are exposed and things are imploding, all of a sudden we put our hope in the Lord. We hear the voice of the Father. In the midst of that, we hear him say, you got this, so that he can bring his dunamis manifestation of his presence. I had a woman come up to me a couple weeks ago, and uh, she had been going to synagogue for years, and she came up, and there was a gathering, and she said to me, she goes, I've never been in a church before, but we're here because we hear you're praying. And so she came, and she goes, uh, it, probably in her 70s, maybe 80s, she says, I really sensed the Ruach of God. Amen. That's the Hebrew. And the depiction of the Ruach or the dunamis is in breath, in spirit, in water. And we see in the book of Acts chapter 2 that the tongues of fire came by the wind of God, and that is the dunamis. So it's a time for us to step into recognizing we need the power of God that comes through the place of focus on the Lord and hearing his voice and not listening to the voices of this world. God wants to endue us with power. Look at somebody next to you and say, power. But are we willing to step into the moments? We all can say we know it's a pivotal and significant moment right now, but are we willing to step into that moment? I believe that's where we are right now. And it takes a, our voices our spirit, our will to say, I am that man, I choose to be a man, to step in the moment, because being born a male is a matter of birth, but being a man is a what? A matter of choice. This is a moment for us to step into the, the ruach, step into the dunamis, step into the moment, and saying, I want to step in it because I have a story to tell. Now, it doesn't mean that we don't come with stories and baggage, but this is through Christ. We can step into where we are, God's calling us now for the future in which we're walking into. God wants to expose and spotlight things in our lives. He wants to expose the hidden things of our hearts. If we're honest with him, he can do a work in us. And then he also wants to be explosive and manifest his Holy Spirit power, his ruach, his dunamis upon each and every one of us. And together, there's a corporate anointing that will be released for us to go and make a difference in a world that is fatherless, a world that's at war, a world that's in need. This is our moment. Those who tell the story define the narrative and create the history. What's your story? What's your story? Stand up with me as we get ready to pray. I want you to hear the Father saying to you right now, no matter what your story is, your life story is not based on what you say only. It's not on how equipped or how qualified you think you are. It's about you just saying, I'm stepping in. This is a pivotal, significant moment. I'm stepping in. 
And then to hear the voice of the Father saying, Gambateo! 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 You got this! You got this! Now raise your hand towards heaven with me. And say, Jesus, right now by faith, I ask you to help me to step into this moment. To be the man you've called me to be. Do what you need to do. Expose things in my heart. Spotlight what you're doing in my life. So I would not lean on the things of this world. But I can be ready to receive the dunamis endowment of power from heaven. I'm stepping into the moment. In Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this episode of A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends and ask you to prayerfully consider supporting the ministry at somebodycares.org or by texting your donation amount to 805-422-7348. Please join us again for A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends.